Hey everybody, do you like podcasts? Do you like the Those Movie Dudes podcast? Well, maybe you want to go check out our sister podcast, Those Fantasy Dudes. If you're into fantasy football, Jonathan from Those Movie Dudes, mainstream boy himself, is joining his friend Jake from college. They're going to break down their fantasy football leagues. We're talking redraft, dynasty, keeper, pretty much everything related to fantasy football. If you're looking for that new podcast, you might as well check it out at Those Fantasy Dudes on Facebook and Instagram and thosefantasydudespodcast.com. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of Mainstream Boys. Yeah, with a Z. Get your popcorn ready, crack open an ice-cold cherry Coke, and sit back and relax as Jonathan and Spencer break down the new release films of the week. This week, we watched director David Lowry's retelling in the medieval story of Sir Gawain, Dev Patel and Alicia Vikander star in The Green Knight. What show are we on? Mainstream Boys. Mainstream Boys with Spencer and Jonathan. We uh, get together every single week on Zoom, talk about the new release films of the week. Grab that big bucket of popcorn, you know, Spencer. Ice cold cherry Coke. But I do want to ask you, how was your weekend? Weekend was okay. Yeah. You went to a wedding. I did go to a wedding. Yeah, that was nice. It was very nice. Open bar. Good stuff. It was a good preparation for what's about to come in three weeks when our good friend Dylan is getting married. Second we're celebrating your wedding. birthday. I thought we were celebrating your birthday. That is my birthday present, is to get to attend Dylan's wedding, which is on my birthday, yes. I couldn't imagine something more celebratory, you know? A great reason to get together your birthday yeah. and Dylan's marriage. Yeah, I think it's going to be great, but cool. Yeah, on Mainstream Boys, we're talking about The Green Knight, Spencer, which is a movie that you've been hyping up for quite a while you and nate have been talking about it i knew nothing about it um but we finally get a chance to check it out i was just really looking forward to it ever since i saw the first trailer pre-pandemic i mean it's got a24 pre-pandemic oh really yeah this movie was set to come out i think it was gonna have its premiere at like the south by southwest film festival april of 2020 so that was i mean pandemic broke out in uh, that march so it was set to premiere like the month after uh uh, the pandemic happened so and i guess this gave david lowry time to go back into the editing room and he just kind of recut it and kind of reimagined it because apparently he wasn't happy with the cut that was going to premiere uh last april so uh he got to kind of it was a blessing in disguise for him because he got to make the movie more true to his vision which is what we watched but um i wonder i wonder yeah. how much it actually changed it like if it was more of like a linear cohesive sort of story that didn't leave that much up for interpretation um maybe and that's why he didn't like there's it an much. article that i think he dives into it. i know he says that it gave alicia vikander more to do with the movie um, he didn't want so. that <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's like no fuck alicia vikander <laughs> I mean, she was in it quite a bit regardless, but... But he yeah. said, like, the, the re-edit serviced her character uh, and her performance, I guess, a lot more, but... Um, yeah. Gotcha. I, I, I just, you know, David Lowry's been one of my kind of directors to watch. I know you were not a fan of a ghost story that he No, made. I did like a ghost story. Oh, you did? Oh, I thought you did yeah. not like it. No, okay. no, no. I really liked a ghost story. Right. I thought that was a, a terrifying film, just in terms of the whole... I don't even know what I watched. Yeah, yeah, it was it <laughs> was just it was, it was honestly mind blowing. 
It, yep. Again, just like this film, kind of a slow burn, way more so. But no, I, I really did like it. And Ghost Story, I think so. he has the crown for adapting or making the best live action Disney uh, movie or remake, I guess, with Pete's Dragon. I don't know if you ever saw wow. that one with Robert Redford. I did. I yep. love that movie. I mean, I thought that I haven't seen it since I saw it in theaters, but I remember just going in with no expectations and being like, wow, that was very moving and touching. And I remember really liking it. And he's actually going to make another live action uh, Disney remake. It's Peter Pan and Wendy. And yep, I saw people that, yeah. are saying so far it's shaping up to be another fantastic addition to their remakes and stuff. But because I haven't been a fan of really any of the remakes since they started i also I, don't I really, really care for dragon. peter pan i don't either, as a whole like David and i Lowry haven't seen hook will. though so uh you know i mean i feel like that's a type of film maybe we should rewatch at some point on the other show where the nostalgia will probably not hold up which one uh, but robin williams is in the movie yeah okay it would still be a first time watch for me but i know i i you used to talk about the film every now and then so i've always been curious to check it out so he also did uh the old man and the gun with robert redford which i remember nothing about but i did watch it I think he robbed a bank or something in the film. I think he's like an old guy. Yeah, I, I remember <laughs> reading like an or watching an interview with uh, the director, and he was saying that he was trying to make the most like harmless, G-rated bank robbery movie he could, just because the movie is okay. really just like <laughs> emotional and sweet. Like, because the guy doesn't have a gun, he just oh does he oh, have? Yeah. I don't remember. He just walks no, up. No, I don't think he does. Like, he, I'm gonna he take has... your, I'm gonna take the money now. Like, thank you very much. Like, take care. And he's very like charming, Robert Redford. He like charms okay, his I way to get now. the money, and the, the people actually, the tellers were like, he was actually Take very it. nice. <laughs> like, oh my god! Okay, yeah. that was, I remember that it being movie? such a wholesome. I think yeah. I watched it on an airplane. Actually, it's okay. just like a wholesome bank robbery. Yeah. Okay, I remember now. Yeah, so basically, what I'm trying to get at is David Lowry. I've really enjoyed his filmography. I even went back and saw his very first one, or one of the first ones, Eight Them Body Saints with Casey Affleck. That's a great one. Um, but Ooh. yeah, he then he was making The Green Knight, a fantasy epic of like king arthur esque venture quest type movie and i haven't seen one of those in a long time especially a good one so uh, i was very curious to check this one out especially one that takes it tell takes itself to a serious level you know where a lot of those things are just like it's it's fantastical and weird and quirky so they kind of have to make it mostly comedic but this one not the case whatsoever oh greatest of kings let one of your knights try to land a blow against me. Indulge me in this game. I will be deep. One year hence. <laughs> uh, it's an epic fantasy adventure based on the timeless... Arthurian legend, the Green Knight, which I've never heard of this legend. Have you? No. I mean, I looked it up after watching this movie because it is, it is based off a poem or just like an old story. Right. Uh, old folk tale. I was to check that thing. one out. Yeah. It's a legit story. And the movie does follow beat by beat pretty much the tale. But yeah, it does tell the story of Sir Gawain, played by Dev Patel. Uh, he's basically the nephew of King Arthur, who gets confronted on Christmas with this Green Knight and is offered kind of an ultimatum um, and then kind of goes on this crazy journey over the course of a year. So yeah, but uh, yeah, first viewing, I mean, kind of floored by it. Like it, it is a, it's a slow burn. Um, Not, I'm not saying like floored and like 
this is an incredible best film I've ever seen type thing. But in, just in terms of the way the film was made from the cinematography to the editing to the long takes to just the kind of dark gritty look at this old tale was just very interesting to kind of go along for the ride for. Despite how much I was looking forward to watching this movie, nothing could have prepared me for how fucking weird this movie really is. This movie Very is much strange. So. It's so weird and wacky and just... I mean, even how it's shot sometimes, like it's just so out of this world unique. Uh, you, you definitely tell that the director had a vision for the story. Um, and sure. it is extremely slow. And I knew that it was going to be pretty slow going in with the slow pacing. And I saw that it was like two hours and 15 minutes. Uh, so I, I was like, okay, I'm willing to go along with the ride. It's totally fine. Uh, slow burners don't really bother me too much as long as the story is engaging. I was fully engaged with the story here and curious to see his quest. Because the movie is also structured in a very story different way. Kind of. Yeah, very story because it, it does it does have those kind of like chapter moments which but it has the yeah. text that you literally can't read. I could not read the text. Probably I had a hard time for times. a second too. I was like, "Wait, what, okay, what's happening here?" And then I mean, yeah. you can kind of piece it together, but uh yeah, <laughs> yeah it is it is broken into like a yeah, like a storybook because you have like the first act which is the setup. They're basically introducing you to the character and then the green light comes into play and then the ultimatum the basically ultimatum, yeah. is like you give me a blow or we fight you you hit land a blow on me and one year you got to travel to the green chapel where i live and you have to uh receive a similar or the same exact blow that you give me and so of course dev patel's like oh well, fuck you my I'm question though slice I mean, your head off <laughs> and be yeah fucked. no my question is there would be no movie because of the question we're about to ask, but why does anybody have to submit to this ridiculous ultimatum or game that the Green Knight's trying to play? What would happen if everybody was like, nah, man, I'm good? Because <laughs> like, yeah, it mean... seems like such a ridiculous proposition, and, and that's why he's always questioning, and everybody around him's like, just don't go, you know? Well, it but... is. I mean, that's why King Arthur literally right before... Dev Patel jumps into the ring with him. The King Arthur just leans over and he's like, just remember, this is a game. And maybe it is. I don't know. That's why the film is, it's, it's, it doesn't really tell you yes or no in a sense. You know, it's, it's very much up to your interpretation with the whole ending for sure. Um, but I mean, which can, I love. I mean, dive into that yeah. maybe in a sec. But the, like I said, the, because it's structured in a storybook way, it took me a second to realize what the movie really is trying to do. And it's basically just, He's trying. I mean, the movie's all about honor and living up to your honor. Uh, Dev Patel is the only is basically the only heir to the throne of King Arthur, who is slowly dying because King Arthur doesn't have any children of his own. So his sister's uh, son, his nephew, was Dev Patel, uh, Sir Gawain. So basically, and he's not a noble knight. He just sleeps with prostitutes. He drinks. Uh, he is a coward. He. Um, gives off the impression that, i mean he's basically a spoiled fucking brat that's what this character is and yeah. so his mom who is like this sorcerer summons the green knight for her son so she so he could go and prove that he is worthy of the throne by sending them off to this quest obviously his ego got into the way he fucking slices the knight's head off uh and then is reminded he's like okay well you gotta meet me in a year and receive a similar blow so do with do what you want with your year, but yeah. you better uh, you better smarten up. And he doesn't. He just spends his year just drinking and 
doing that. And he goes off onto his quest, and each character he runs into is a virtue, like kindness. He's got the trials uh, and tribulations. Generosity. Yeah, basically. And he it has chances to kind of prove his worthiness. And he fails mm-hmm. at every single one. I mean, that one with the, the girl is like, can you go retrieve my head? And his question back to her was like, okay, uh, what do I get in return? What's in it for me or something? And she's like, yeah. why the fuck would you ask that, you piece of shit? <laughs> like, the movie <laughs> is kind of self-aware that like it's really doing that. So it's like with the virtues. So it has fun with it because the character of Dev Patel is such a bitch. Like, he's just yeah. such a not worthy knight. Uh, so the movie is just kind of expressing that in different ways. And so I thought that was kind of just unique and fun. I could go into a lot of comparisons with this film, uh, but the one, like the opening scene, I just, it instantly reminded me of The Witch just because of just the long takes. It's like raining, a building's on fire, and it just kind of created this feeling of like existential dread a little bit, but on more of a an upbeat, if you will, level. But that is just in terms of the filmmaking and the style that it was able to create especially with that long 360 shot um, in the woods when he was tied up. It just had a way of creating a very dark kind of look. Right, his dream sequence of like what it would be like if he was tied up for a year and left to die or something. And then, yeah, like everything goes green and pans around back to him. Really interesting. Really Uh, weird. And then there was one shot as well that it was when he was just riding on his horse, uh, just embarking on his quest. And uh, it just, the camera stays in front of him mm-hmm. for so long. The children are chasing him. That type of long shots just kind of bother me because it's just kind of there <laughs> to just be a long shot. I don't know. It was a cool shot. And the camera kind of goes up and it goes to a, a single of Dove Patel and then kind of goes as he rides away. But it was like five minutes. And it was just him riding. <laughs> like his right. kids are being chased and then some prisoner was being escorted back. The um, shots like that, that one specifically, it's like you're waiting for something to happen. And he does it with a ghost a ghost story. Obviously, that's a great example pie. of yeah. long, ridiculous shots that you, you're waiting and waiting. And then next scene, it's like it doesn't. What is the purpose of that? But he has other ones that are that are awesome. Like we just mentioned with the, the 360 shot in the woods. Because I mean, that's it's doing something, yes, yeah, as exactly. opposed to the other it's one a, that you're it's mentioning, a whole like dream you know? sequence and whatnot, and uh, yeah, there's a couple of those sprinkled in here. So, like stuff like that did bog the movie down just a little bit in terms of like the, how just the pacing did kind of start to bother me. But I mean, regardless, I thought this one was just a massive visual feast. I mean, it just looked amazing. It very much felt like a a knight's tale like not like the movie with heath ledger but just a knight on his quest doing his shit trying to prove that he is worthy of the throne or worthy of honor and just failing miserably because you know that's human <laughs> it's very much just Absolutely. human nature to try to and to lie and to cheat your way manipul- into it as manipulate well your way, it, your way out of shit exactly exactly because yeah. he does try to be very manipulative and he doesn't feel like he owes anything to anybody you know yeah, he's selfish um, he puts himself first over anybody yeah so even to people that are initially cruel to him he's still you know it, it takes a lot a lot for him to realize his wrongdoings i guess this is where i'm gonna say spoiler warning because I, I think we can't really avoid talking about the ending because it is so much to the movie there spoiler warning if you have not watched the green knight 
the whole ending of him seeing his future as if, if he did run away from, or like, because he, he twitched when the Green Knight went to go do, land his blow and, and cut off his neck. And the Green Knight's like, the fuck? And he just runs away, becomes the king, and just has a fucking horrible life on horrible, the throne. Horrible, horrible, yeah. yeah. He just because he wasn't worthy of his quest. He failed at everything he did to get to his quest. He goes back. He can't be a, a true king. And that's why he just literally, I love how they just show that he just lives out his whole life and just, yeah, has a terrible existence as the king. And then ultimately just, just dies uh, when they get invaded and doesn't really live a good life. And then it cuts back to him seeing that vision. And then the great knight with the last line, like, oh, off with your head. And that's, that's where it kind of just fits right into that storybook where it's like, okay, lesson learned, you know, now, now you can live a life that's virtuous and honorable and doing the right thing and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I, I actually, I loved that whole sequence. I love movies that do that um, without flipping it on its head and being like, oh yeah, none of this ever happened. Like the whole movie you just watched never happened. I will say though, the whole mansion sequence with Joel Edgerton, what that? What, what was the whole lesson sequence? Because all of his side quests are, are not in the story or the poem that the original text that this the Green Knight is, but that whole mansion sequence is of okay. him because that where that's where he tests the uh, the chastity virtue. It was weird. I, it was weird how they used Elisa Vikander for that character as well, it right? Because it was a mirror a image bit. of his like his love that's back at home uh so it was there to test him even more so and also a version that was more of like a princess type deal rather than like a peasant i guess and then uh his his deal with the um with joel edgerton's character was like whatever i go and hunt you can have but whatever you receive here you give to me and then he lied about that green um stash that the wife gave him like that was uh enchanted and he put it around his uh stomach he lied about oh, yeah. that because he was supposed to, part of that deal, give it back to Joel Edgerton. But he, just because he's an unworthy knight, he keeps it for himself. Okay. Yeah, I guess that does make sense. I just, I, I kind of, I guess some of the trials sort of went over my head a little bit. Just because I'm getting so into the movie that I, I forget that every every step of the way is a lesson to be learned, you know. Because the movie does get super weird. So it's like trying to stay on top of everything a little bit. The movie is so fucking weird. I mean, it's like the, to me, like the whole yeah. the, the giant sequence when he's that like, "Hey, can insane. I just have a lift?" and the fox just like howls at them. <laughs> yeah, great. I love the fox too. The fox was a great addition, uh, even yes. though the CGI was probably, you know, very noticeable. But yeah, yeah it is what <laughs> some it of the how, some of the how are you gonna train a fox to do that? But yeah, I guess we we have broken down the movie a lot more than I thought we would in terms of specifics, but. I think it's warranted. It is a really interesting film to decipher. If this gets a 4K release, I'm going to get it. I think that's a that's a given. I, I can't wait to watch this one again because it's one of those movies where it's not like a She's All That on Netflix with Addison Rae where it kind of just goes in one year, <laughs> goes right out the other. You forget <laughs> about it in an hour. Uh, this one, I, it's been almost a week since I first watched it and I've still been thinking about it. Like I still have been trying to do more research on it. Like I was reading the green Knight poem or the, the original text. And I did the deep dive in the analysis. Cause yeah, I mean on the first watch, a lot of this, like, I was just trying to get the story and, and figure out what was kind of happening. Um, and still like in, in trying to, when watching the cinematography and the performances. So it's like, it's so much happening at once. I can't wait to dive into it again. So, uh, I will absolutely pick it up on 4k. I thought that Dev Patel gave a great performance. I haven't seen. I didn't watch Lion, even though he got nominated for it. 
Uh, like incredible last... movie, dude. Is it oh okay? Because the last yeah. great performance I saw him in was Thumbdog Millionaire, which he does give a great performance, but that was like, you know, thirteen years ago. Yeah, I thought David Lowery knocked it out of the park. Added another great film to his filmography. Um, like some of it, but was bogged down a little bit with the uh, the pacing. Otherwise, I thought this one was awesome. I really enjoyed it, even though I kind of knew that going into it. So I'm gonna go four and a half out of five. I wow. Definitely, it's up there for one of my favorites of the year, and I want to watch it again. So, yeah. Very high praise from Ducky uh, Spencer over there. Um, I actually didn't say the ratings for this movie, but it does have an 87 critical and a 49 audience. So, Which makes it complete is, sense. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. This film is not for everybody. It is not made for the mainstream audience here on Mainstream Boys. Uh, but, you know, I, I have seen a lot of films, and I've come accustomed to watching films that do make you think stuff like enemy or that's the first one that comes to mind because that's just reminded me of this but the, the films that leave things up for interpretation just kind of make you question what you just watched like okay what the hell was that what did that really mean and uh the films that kind of stick with you so yeah i i think there there's a lot to be said about this movie i i absolutely love the cinematography the scope that this was able to create you really did feel like you were kind of just in this world that they created with the giants and just the way that they were able to show the castles and stuff with the wide uh, cinematic shots so yeah there's a lot to love here um, but again there's going to be some people that just will not enjoy this movie it'll go over their head they'll find it way too weird to sit there for two hours and ten minutes so keep that in mind you know if you're into the more of the mainstream stuff but I I think I'm going to go four out of five I, I really I liked it a lot more than I kind of expected and actually like deciphering it a little bit more there's a lot to appreciate here so um, that was my yeah. initial grade. When it ended, I gave it... I think that's what I logged on Letterboxd as a four. But it's just one of those movies, like I already mentioned, just it it, it stews in your mind for days after Absolutely. it ends. So that's why it's kind of gone up there. And the more I look into it, too, the more I can appreciate what the movie was really going for. So that's why I'm, I'm it's the movies so much that, that I want to watch it again. Uh, that, that I'm like, okay, I got to Google and figure out what I missed. The movies that do yep. just have more to them under the surface that you need to figure out to fully appreciate right. it. And this is the kissing booth is just fucking background noise. <laughs> it's like, God damn it. That's the difference. So we cover everything nice. apparently yeah. on the show, but have to. Yeah. yeah. All right. That is the green Knight. It's available on VOD right now. Um, and I may be into limited theaters potentially. Yeah, It's I'm still not, playing in theaters. Sure. Yep. Okay. I would highly suggest to go check it out. If you're into that type of stuff, Deb Patel, you know, and Alicia Vikander, we didn't say much about her, but she's great. Uh, love her and pretty much everything she's in. So that's the Green Knight, Spencer. Yeah. Yep. yep. But Green Knight. this is a weekly show, so I suppose we should try to figure out what we're going to watch next week. Spencer, do you have any information on that? <laughs> yeah, I fucking do. Okay. Uh, what the fuck is, are we in Next stuff? weekend. Good old <laughs> Labor Day weekend. Um, oh, yeah. Or... Okay, in movie history, Labor Day weekend, you know what? Actually, it was a pretty big weekend, I guess. Well, is it? I feel like there was always I mean, one weekend where just nothing came out at the beginning of September. Maybe it was the beginning of December. There was just one weekend when nothing came out. It was all limited release stuff. December sounds get more right for that. This coming weekend, it looks to be like that because uh, <sighs> Shane Chi, The Legend of the Ten Rings, is the only thing getting a theatrical release that's I mean, that's big. a Marvel movie. That's it's a huge a, Marvel movie. Uh, should be a big deal. Yeah, so that's that's in theaters. Uh, I won't be able to get to a theater around me uh, right now. So you you got Worth, 
on Netflix, a 9-11 drama uh, starring Michael Keaton and Stanley Tucci. Um, (laughs) And then we have Amazon original movie Cinderella with Camila Cabello, Billy Porter, and James Corden. As a James Corden? Dude, did you see the viral video of them stopping LA traffic and doing a dance? Oh, all yeah, in no. They've done and that a lot of James, times. It's fucking hilarious. James Corden is in a full. No, no, no. This literally came out like two days ago. Oh, like, okay. Literally, maybe this weekend. It went viral. James Corden went viral because he literally is just like air thrusting right next to some guy's window. It's just a guy stuck in traffic. <laughs> And he's in a mouse costume, air thrusting next to him. And he just went viral and and started trending because people were like, really? Like, this is what they're doing to promote the movie? (laughs) Like, you got to see the video. It's so fucking insane. But unfortunately, those are our options. Um, That's it. That's all. Okay. Um, Shang-Chi in theaters, 9-11 drama Worth on Netflix, and Cinderella on uh, Amazon Prime. I mean, I'd love to see Shang-Chi if I could watch it at home. I'd be okay to talk about that, but... No, know. they're we'll not going to do the Disney premiere access with it. The, Bob Chapek, the, you know, they took over Bob Iger's position. He said that he's going to use Shang-Chi as an experiment for the 45-day theatrical window until it goes to VOD. They're going to so lose gonna a lot of money. <laughs> theatrically exclusive for 45 days. I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. why he's saying that's going to be an interesting experiment, but he pissed I'm off a lot of people by saying that. I'm very surprised they didn't push it, but... Yeah. Uh, Okay, yeah, cool. Uh, yeah, we'll see what happens, but we will have an episode next week for you guys, most likely. Um, but yeah, make sure to uh, check us out next Tuesday on Mainstream Boys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Mainstream Boys. New episodes release every Tuesday, and you can stay up to date with everything related to those movie dudes by following us on Instagram. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. If you haven't already and you want to stay up to date with everything related to Mainstream Boys or the Those Movie Dudes podcast itself, check us out on Instagram at Those Movie Dudes. That's where we're going to post everything related to the podcast. And if this is something that would interest you, go ahead and check out our sister podcast, Those Fantasy Dudes, where Jonathan, Mainstream Boy himself, joins his friend Jake and they talk about their fantasy football leagues, all things related to fantasy football redraft keeper dynasty if that's something that tickles your fancy definitely check that out at those fantasy dudes on instagram and facebook and those fantasy dudes